topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello and welcome to the 5-0 Info Show. My name is Lieutenant Vince Lewis from the Phoenix Police Public Affairs Bureau coming to you from police headquarters at 620 West Washington Street in Phoenix. Today we're going to talk to Darlene Mainland, who was with the Phoenix Police Recruiting Unit. We're going to talk about the physical fitness test requirement to become a police officer. Hello. Hello. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things we wanted to discuss. So the physical fitness test is part of a battery of tests that one would go through to become a police officer. Is that correct? Absolutely. So uh, tell us a little bit about what to expect with that test. All right. So the physical fitness test consists of several events. Um, We have the solid wall, uh, which is... um, you have to be able to scale a six six foot wall, solid wall, and um, that's very important uh, because as as part of being a police officer, you need to be able to jump the wall. You know, uh, also a fence wall as well. Um, so that's also important as well. Um, you need to be able to do a dummy drag, which is uh, simulate some kind of dragging someone who is physically in, in, incapacitated. Uh, somewhat. You also need to be able to do a 500-yard run. That's part of it as well. So it consists of five events, and those five events are listed on the websites, and example of those are also on the website. So you had the media out this uh, recently to come out and uh, kind of showcase the test. Uh, How did that event go? That went really well. It went really well. How many many applicants did you uh, have come out? I believe we had about 70. 70 applicants to come take the physical test. Wow. Absolutely. And yes. those are all people that have already gone through uh, at least an initial screening. Is that correct? Yes. They went through and they did the step one, which is the AZ Post personal history packet. Um, they got through that. Um, okay. They shared with Phoenix and then they go to step two and apply for police recruit. Um, and also there's a screening as well, too. So they get screened. They get through that. Then they get invited for the physical fitness test. Okay. And the screening you said, is that just on their background screening? Or is are you talking about like a, a physical screening of some sort? No, it's a background screening. Okay. All right. So the rest of it, there's a medical screening that happens after the fact. Is that correct? That's part of the whole process. There's several steps that they got to get through before they get hired. Okay. But today we're just going to talk about the physical fitness test. So you had uh, some um, cameras out there filming this. Is that something that you could find on our social media page? Absolutely. It's if you go to joinphxpd.com, I believe there's a link through that. Perfect. So how, how does somebody prepare for this specifically? How, what's it, Should it start doing push-ups and sit-ups, or should they jump their own wall at home? Or how, how do you recommend that somebody <laughs> get ready for this specific type of event? I recommend that they start out with, there's a couple of ways that, you know, they should think about preparing for this. Functional training, we want cardiovascular training and strength training. With cardiovascular training, they should think about functional training, running, um, and strength training, they should think about absolutely push-up, pull-ups, dips, box jump, um, dead hang, any of that stuff is going to help them prepare them to go over that wall. Um, the wall is completely different from the wall that is in their background, of course. It's a little bit harder. So um, it's very important that 
if they are interested in in um, being police officers, we do do a program called SWEAT, um, where we work out with the applicants, and then after the workout, we give them the option to try and go over the wall to know what it feels like, so it's not a surprise the day of the test. So they can actually preview some of the test events. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's a huge advantage. You definitely want to take it, uh, advantage of that. So um, did you have a chance to talk to some of the applicants after the test to see what their feedback was or what their experience might have been like? Yes. Um, some of the feedback is they underestimate what the physical test is like. Um, I think somebody said that they obviously need to do more running. The 500-meter uh, uh, run was a little tough for them. Some of them also say that it opened their eyes to things that they feel like they are lacking when it comes to physical fitness. Yeah, so you're not standing there judging them like I'm sure we thought everybody was when we were doing it, right? No, absolutely not. We're here to help everybody succeed. And that's why we have that SWEAT program. SWEAT program, I pretty much, um, my my, uh, squad and myself, we make ourselves available two to three times a week, mostly three times a week, to help them physically fit as well as giving them opportunities to to go over the wall or to try any of the five events. In fact, we give them techniques. We show them how to do it. We kind of help them maneuver depending on where they at. And that program is, as long as they're in the process, they can come to that program every single time. It is free. It's uneven bright. We don't charge for it. We want people to succeed. Great. So, um, yeah, let's go back over some of those events. So the wall, I know we uh, that's kind of one of the things that looms over a lot of people when they approach to think, have I ever really jumped over a, a six-foot wall? Six feet, I mean, I'm myself, I'm six feet. How does somebody shorter than me and, uh, you know, really approach that kind of a thing? Because we have folks from all walks of life, different sizes and shapes that successfully make it over the wall to become police officers, correct? Yes. We've had very short people go over that wall. It's all about technique. Um, it's all about technique. You can scale the uh, you can scale the wall if you want to. You can do the Spider Man. Um, you, you just have to to be there to see it. I mean, we can show you how to do it, but it's all about technique. So and I, I can tell you, I've gone over quite a few walls in my career. Have you actually yes, gone over walls? Is I this have. something that you really have to do as a police officer? Yes, absolutely. Because when you're a police officer and you ended up in a foot pursuit. You want to catch your suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to let them go. So I remember they always used to tell us, just imagine your partner's down on the other side and you have to get to them or somebody, a community member's down and needs your help. That exactly. You do CPR or whatever. That's one of those situations where you don't want to, you want to leave everything out on the field. You want to put your best effort forward and get over that wall, right? Absolutely. If I'm, at, if I'm over that wall, I'm in a fight or for my life or I, I'm hurt. I would like to think that my partner is able to get on the other side to help me out. Yeah. So that's some of the dynamic um, uh, anaerobic side of, of things. What about the uh, the long run? Um, are we really running that far? Because some of the experiences that somebody might have if they watch some of the police shows, the short foot pursuits that are over and done, are you really running for a long distance? No. No, you are not. Um, the for the For the wall, it's really... It's really five yards. You, you, we start at a five-yard mark. You go over that wall, and you're only going to run for 25 yards because we don't really run that far. No. Yeah. But, of course, once you become a police officer, we add a few pounds of gear and a ballistic vest and a dark color uniform to make things a little bit more interesting in the summer when you have to do that physical fitness, correct? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, let's talk about some of uh, our recruiting efforts overall. How do you think we're doing? I think we're doing really, really well. Recruiting is up, definitely. Um, like I said, we run the sweat program. That helps a lot because a lot of people ha that have a hard time with the wall, they're able to try it. We had about, for the sweat program, we had about six, 252 attendees alone in June. And that's double from May. Um, as well as contacts. We make a lot of contacts um, because we do a lot of recruiting events. And that's up 300% from June. Uh, you have, we, we've been to Yuma, we've been to Cali, we've been to Dallas, Vegas, we've had the World Refugee, we've been to the Games, um, Mercury, the Diamondback. We, um, we're associated with um, all the most, most major universities here. We have ASU, U of A, GCU, AZ Christian. So we are doing a lot on our part to recruit everyone from all over. Yeah, and we're also in competition with a lot of other departments that uh, would like to get from that same uh, pool of applicants. But Phoenix, of course, is going to be the best, right? We're the fifth largest city, and we have 86-plus specialty details. What, where else would you want to go? Yeah, plenty of opportunity for everybody. So what kind of uh, – speaking of the applicants themselves without getting too personal, what kind of walks of life are they coming from? Are they students? Are they full-time professionals looking for a changing career? Where, where are we getting our uh, folks from? They are all from walks of life. We start out with anywhere from 20 and a half to, in fact, we have a 55-year-old at the academy right now. Um, we recently have someone that we're getting ready to make an offer with that came from Kuwait to, to Las Vegas um, Metro. Uh, they retired from there, and now they're willing to go through Phoenix again and go through the entire academy again because wow. they love um, they love being a police officer and that's what I like about Phoenix. We're able to give everyone a chance for yeah, sure. That's commitment. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, hit us up with that uh, website one more time. Where can somebody go to get more information? Joinphxpd.com. Joinphxpd.com. Excellent. Well, thank you, uh, Darlene. Appreciate that information. I just want a quick uh, transition over to a program that I'm going to ask my colleague, uh, Sergeant Alyssa Solis, about. It's called 30 by 30, and it's part of a, a recruiting effort. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, for sure. It's a part of a 30 by 30 initiative that we signed, that uh, was signed just at the end of last year, and we're just we're happy to be a part of it. What does it mean? It means that this department is going to shoot to be upwards with 30% females in all ranks of the department by 2030 by, sorry by 2030 okay. by 2030 so 30 by 30 30 percent by 2030 and where are we now or how how steep a climb do we have so right now we've been pretty consistent with around 12 percent 12 percent females sworn on the department okay I, I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of females over the department uh, over my time here, but is is it really something we need to address head on, or are we just officers in a uniform? How, from your perspective, why is it important that we address this the way that we have? So it's an, it's an important for us to look like the community in which we serve, and I mean females and males. It's it's fifty fifty. So in order to up our female applicants in here, this is something that we need to be cognizant in recruiting them and letting, you know, females know that this is an opportunity for them as well. They can do it. Um, a lot of times females think that this profession is just male dominated just because of, 
stereotype stereotypes, you know, the way the media might portray it as being very male dominated, but it's it's open there. It's open to females. And if you're interested and you have, you know, the heart and compassion and you want to give back to your community, this is a great career for you. And this is something that you, did you honestly, you recommend this to your, to your friends and family who might be female? Absolutely. Absolutely. So everyone, friends, family, they all know that I absolutely love my job. Um, I still enjoy it. I still come in. I enjoy coming to work every day. So this is, it's, it's been great. Good. Anything else about the program specifically that you've seen is kind of a change in either uh, the, the way that we've done things in the past or uh, do, do you, anything more that you want to tell us about this program, 30 by 30? So I know that this program is, this is nationwide. So a lot of big departments, we are one of the biggest departments that recently took this pledge, but this is something that's, you know, everyone's jumping on board, you know, to try and address, let's get more qualified women on the police department and show that, you know, they're capable and we're going to move in the right direction. And, and so as soon as you come across somebody that might be interested and wants to get hold of it, you send them to Darlene, correct? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. All right. And then that website again, Darlene, is? PD.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, I want to thank you, Darlene, for giving us all that information. Sergeant Solis, we appreciate your time, obviously. Uh, um, I, I think it's it's very important that we start planning for a succession as soon as we get on the department. It's one of those things that I've always told my peers and 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 the people that I work for and the, the people that I work around with is that we really need to make this place better for those that are coming behind us. So appreciate your efforts in that. You guys are the ones that are out there looking for our backup and getting the right people in the right position to be uh, the next generation of police officers. So definitely want to thank you both. Uh, I want to thank Bonneville for the time. I want to thank my producer, Adolfo for uh, being here to help us with this and uh, uh, just wish everybody well um, and go to that website, check us out. It's joinphxpd.com and uh, thank you everybody. Be safe out there. You've been listening to 50 info on Arizona's news station, KTAR news, 923 FM. For more about silent witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.